Talk Radio. Welcome back. This is your host, Laura Marie. We have a special guest on the show today. She's from California, and she ran for Congress, District 19, against Jimmy Panetta. And we're going to talk with her today a little bit about why she ran for Congress and what she's doing currently and her future plans. So let's give a warm welcome to Dalila Epperson. Hey, thank you so much, Laura Marie, for having me. I am really honored and thrilled to be here. So yes, uh, you probably never heard of me because I am actually a nobody. And I stood up one day and said, this is enough of nonsense going on around here. And I decided to run for Congress. That's awesome. <laughs> so what what uh, prompted you just because of what's going on in the world, all the chaos going on in the world today, you want to make a difference? Yes. And as usual, it is a combination of things. I have been a grassroots activist for, oh my gosh, over 20 years. But when I moved to uh, Monterey, the county of, I got on the Jeff Gorman campaign team. Oh. And that was right after I became uh, an official leader uh, at Monterey Bay uh, for that grassroots group and started going to school board meetings, uh, seeing what kind of nonsense was going on in the education system. I was completely floored. Mm -hmm. um, I was asked to be on that campaign team and I was not happy with what I saw that was going on. I just saw things were not as fierce and passionate and as strong standing as I thought they could be. So I got off of uh, the Gorman campaign team. Uh -huh. And uh, about a month later, uh, four of his people on the campaign team jumped off of his campaign wow. team. <laughs> and... I decided to run for Congress myself. And believe me, that was not <laughs> something that was in my uh, tool belt at the time. But <laughs> I just got to give a little credit there to the Leadership Institute mm -hmm. organization. They are phenomenal. I took one of their leadership classes. And when I walked out of that class, I, I had two people rah-rahing me to run. Awesome. And so I did. I announced it. Uh, then those four people jumped off of Jeff's team, came to me, asked, called me up, asked me to be on my team. I was thrilled and honored and very humbled. Mm -hmm. um, and we ran a, an extremely strong, passionate team. Uh, everything we did, I continued to go to school board meetings. Mm -hmm. I started going to supervisor meetings, uh, city council meetings, wow. the whole shebang. I started going to the central committee meetings mm -hmm. in each uh, county, and I saw that the central committees here mm -hmm. were not as strong as they could be. And so I just started talking to the chairs and started talking to and getting to know everybody. I joined the Women's Federated Republican Groups as well. Nice. Got to know all them. There are some fabulous people everywhere. But in general and as a whole, the teams mm -hmm. are not as strong and passionate as they could be. And a perfect example is when I was on uh, the campaign team, uh, nobody wanted to stand up against critical race theory at that time. And we were wow. going to the school board system meetings and we saw what critical race theory was doing to our education system. And we begged them to stand strong against critical race theory. And that was just an absolutely no. And I thought, well, that's because it's too controversial and you don't want to rock the boat. Well, we got to rock the boat and we got to rock it hard. Hard. 
And that's what my team ended up doing. We rocked the boat. We said, this is what you do. You stand strong. You do not sway. Yes, you want to reach out to everybody and you want to have a good debate and good negotiations. But on the same token, you cannot sway to making concessions or compromises that you know are wrong. Mm -hmm. We cannot compromise against critical race theory. We cannot compromise against this gender dysphoria that's happening as well. Mm -hmm. Those are things that you cannot compromise on. So that's where the very left Democrat team wants to be. Then those are things that we just cannot compromise on. Because where has compromising gotten us today? Nowhere. A very lame duck Republican Party in California. Right. Well, that's going to change. And that is changing. I'm here to tell you that is changing. And oh, good. that's part of what my team strongly did. And that's another uh, huge thing I have to give credit to is all the grassroots groups in our district in actually Northern California. And I'd love to name Latinos for Medical Freedom. Mm-hmm. And my own team, ACT Monterey Bay. Uh-huh. We've got the election integrity in election integrity project, mm-hmm. um, Monterey Bay Patriots. Wow! Oh yeah. So and there are are several others I could keep on naming, but we were we all work together. Mm-hmm. We are strong together. They were literally my mentors when I first started the Grassroots Group Act Monterey Bay. They showed me the ropes. They showed me how to do things, what to do, what not to do. We coordinated, they coordinated with me. It was phenomenal. All last summer, we had rallies at Window on the Bay. When you went down to Monterey, mm-hmm. Cannery Row, you had to pass us. Those American flags uh-huh. on the Window on the Bay, that was grassroots. That was us. Wow. So, cool. yeah, so grassroots, I coordinated. I still to this day do this with grassroots. Of course, my group is still intact. We're still going strong and going forward. And they uh, helped me tremendously during my campaign. Well, you know, you give a lot of encouragement for us outside of California because, you know, we all have this thing California is so liberal. And from what I understand and I gathered from you and others in California is that the system, because of Gavin Newsom, Nancy Pelosi, uh, Kamala Harris, <laughs> that there is so much uh, voter fraud to where it's almost impossible. So many conservatives that still remain in California don't feel like they have a voice. So I welcome all of you in California to come on my show and share because it gives us hope that there's actually, you know, good sound conservatives in California. And I'm very impressed with everything you've said so far. So anything you want to add why you ran and what your plans are now, what you're doing and what your future plans are? Oh, thank you for asking. So I did not pass the primary because uh, Jeff Gorman did not want to step down. He went ahead and uh, ran also. He got the endorsement, of course, he's establishment. He got the endorsement of the Republican Party. Mm-hmm. And uh, the Republicans who do not do their due diligence saw him and only him on the ticket as the endorsed Republican uh, runner against Jimmy Panetta. And they duly voted for him. And so 
though we did not press pass the primaries and we always knew this was a long haul, you know, we got to beat Jimmy Panetta. Mm -hmm. Just his name alone brings him 50,000 votes. Right. So we decided to go ahead and keep running. We're going to be back in 2024. Mm -hmm. um, and, We'll see, uh, we are really rooting for and helping two candidates right now and three school board candidates. We are rooting for and physically my team has jumped over because we did not pass the primaries. We are directly helping Peter Hernandez mm -hmm. in District 18 mm -hmm. and we are rooting for and helping Vicki Norden for assembly in our district here. Okay. So... We're helping them, and we are also helping three school board candidates in our area. Nice. And they are Lawrence Samuels, uh -huh. Joseph Smith, mm -hmm. and David Bacon. Wow. So these people are patriots. Mm -hmm. They understand what's going on. When I say patriots, I mean simply... They understand what's going on. They get it. They see that you have to stand strong, and you cannot compromise your values or ethics right so we're going forward is that's the plan i have my own podcast as well because we understand this is not just california this is a global effort against america they are really trying to drag america into this global initiative mm -hmm. i have started a podcast Okay. And so I would love people to jump on that podcast and give me feedback too. Yeah, I'm brand new. I literally am just a grassroots person that stood up and said enough. So my podcast is America Needs You. So please let me know what you think. And my first, <laughs> my first episode, it's going to release every single Monday. Um, it's only 20 minutes, very bite-sized. But I jumped right in just like I do. My first episode is the World Economic Forum and what they're doing to bring us into a global network, literally. So as That's usual. fantastic. I can't <laughs> wait to listen to it. Thank you. That's great. Because I know like right now, you know, we've got China, Russia, and Iran. All three of them are teaming up militarily right now as we speak, yes. you know, against America. And what has... It's hard for me to say his name. <laughs> mm. It's like, what, what do you call him? Joe Biden. Uh, mm -hmm. It's what he has done to us, you know, with the open borders, giving China access to our power grids two weeks after he took, and I say took, mm -hmm. <laughs> office. You know, it's just he's leaving us sitting ducks. Yes. And it's like he's feeding the fire, you know, causing conflict. And it's, it's frightening for the rest of us. We don't think that that is an accident, accident any no. longer. We know that this is intentional. Mm -hmm. He's bringing us to our knees. I mean, he was quoted as saying Americans have too much money in their savings. Yes, he was quoted. So this is intentional. He has to bring us to our knees. I mean, look at us. We're Americans. We're strong. We know what's what. We know our rights, our God-given sovereign rights are protected by the Constitution, even though the education system has not been teaching that for decades That's right. intentionally. That's right. Us older folks remember that. Mm 
-hmm. We know that. And I'm from a military family, uh, a Marine. My was my father is a Marine, a lifer, and uh, and half Sicilian and half Italian, and my mother's full-blooded Italian. So yeah, we 100% knew what was going on as we grew up. We heard everything at the dinner table. <laughs> <laughs> so this is intentional. We understand it, but the sinister aspects of the globalization is mm -hmm. something that's really hard to believe correct and, and and truly grasp i mean you just can't you just don't want to believe it you really don't I, I, I don't blame you i don't blame anybody who says no that can't be true i'm like yeah i don't blame you for saying that but do your own research i mean if you go to the wef world economic forum mm -hmm. website uh-huh they will tell you, they're very bold about it now. They will tell you they want to microchip children. Yes. They will tell you they have an AI that's learning and been learning for the past two years everything about us through the internet. And their sole goal is to delete and take away information from the internet before it hits the platforms like Twitter and Facebook. So you go to post something on Twitter, the WEF AI doesn't like it, and it takes it out before you can even post it. Of course. That's something, I mean, does, do you believe that? I mean, no, I had to read this over and over again and say, okay, this is for real. WEF <laughs> is saying it. It's been going on for decades. Exactly. And that's why they're destroying America from within, right under our noses. And with that, we're going to take a break. And when we come back, we're going to talk more about Jimmy Panetta and how he has voted. And it's time for him to go. We'll be right back. This is Renegade Talk Radio. Renegade Talk Radio. Welcome back. This is your host, Laura Marie. And we have in the studio, Dalila Epperson. Thank you so much, Laura Marie. Okay, well, I'd like to ask you, um, well, thank you for being here. Oh, thank you. And I wanted to ask you about Jimmy Panetta. I know we talked a lot about why in the first segment, why you ran for Congress, which is absolutely phenomenal. You're an amazing person. And everybody do tune into her podcast. <laughs> thank you. But uh, I do want to ask about Jimmy Panetta because he is Leon Panetta's son. Mm -hmm. And the apple doesn't fall far from the tree. And... Uh, from a little research on Leon, kind of disappointed in the beginning of him being in political office up in Washington under Obama. He seemed to be pretty straightforward. And by the end, when he quit, he seemed to now speak with forked tongue, mm -hmm. highly dishonest. Mm -hmm. So I would be curious to know if you have any intentions or what you're planning on doing in that regard to bring out the truth behind the Panettas. Because from what I hear, they have a, they're a force to reckon to, a force to reckon with in your district. Absolutely, they have the name uh, Panetta Institutes established over there. We have a road name. Panetta Road. I mean, they are absolutely entrenched in Monterey County. Uh -huh. But I think, as with always things going on, the light is shining into the darkness. And I think the number one thing that's going to come out as the Hunter Biden laptop information comes out is that 
Leon Panetta was one of the gentlemen, one of the people who signed that declaration that stated the Hunter Biden laptop was Russian disinformation. That's right. I remember that. That is a bold-faced lie. And they yep. knew that already. Mm-hmm. So there is a lie right there. The other thing that's coming out, and this is about Jimmy Panetta, is mm-hmm. that he is signing so happily all these very left hard progressive and they're just communist type bills that Nancy Pelosi is pushing forward. Jimmy Panetta is her lieutenant whip in Congress. Wow. So everything that Biden is doing with our economy, this outrageous inflation, the open southern border that is killing hundreds of thousands of young people. That's right. Because of fentanyl. Over 100,000 last year. Yes, exactly. And it's rising exponentially. Mm-hmm. Also, the horror of rape and ch- children and women being raped. I mean, I've heard of a hill with all these crosses on one of the border towns. Those are the women that have been killed through rape trying to cross over the southern border. Yeah, they have those rape trees as well, where they hang, hang their undergarments from yes. those trees. It's the, horrific. It's it's unimaginable horror. And this is happening just at our southern border. So that, the fentanyl, the southern border, the illegal immigration. And, you know, I'm a first generation immigrant here. Mm-hmm. And so my mom do, did her due diligence to mm-hmm. become a legal United States American citizen. Wow. And so did most of everybody else here in mm-hmm. California. They're not happy about the illegal immigrants coming in, flowing in like this either. That's they're right. unchecked. They're not being tested for COVID or any other disease. And they're just walking right in. That's right. So all these, everything that's going on, all these bills that's happening, everything that's going on, Jimmy Panetta is 100% on board. Wow. He's helping, he's helping guide it, he's helping write it, he's helping push it. So if you think that he doesn't have anything to do with what's going on, you're absolutely incorrect. I would please have you look at the people who endorse him, the people who give him money. All the money. (laughs) Ooh, the companies like Pfizer and Moderna who give him money. The teachers union give him money. Do you you not like CRT? And the gender nonsense that's happening. Well, he, the teachers union, give him money. Anything that you don't like that's what's happening, please look at Jimmy's website, see what's going on because he's 100% on board and he's helping to push it. And that's causing our inflation to rise and our gas prices. Isn't it funny? You talk about gas prices (laughs) real quick. Mm -hmm. Isn't it funny how when the prices were going crazy high, it was Russia's fault. Russia, Russia, Russia's oh. fault. And now they're going down, not by anything that he's done. He's yeah. taking the credit. Oh, it's ridiculous. The prices, <laughs> People buy it. It's, it's crazy. And they, I'm sorry, <laughs> but they need to do their own due diligence and stop listening to CNN, ABC, or NBC. Please turn the channel and listen to One America News, mm-hmm. Newsweek, 
Newsmax, The New American. Please listen to some other information. There's Truth Social. Truth Social. Thank you. There's just so much information out there. Do your own due diligence. And I would, I would encourage you to try to refute the information. If you're really researching, you cannot refute the information that the gas prices and inflation was already hitting us hard before Russia invaded Ukraine. And by the way, if we were still energy independent, Russia wouldn't have had the money <laughs> to invade Ukraine. Amen. We we have spent billions of dollars buying their gas, their oil, their natural gas, and that <laughs> that was definitely a huge part of why Putin could invade Ukraine. So there's that. So that's nonsense. And besides the what 8 cents that came down off of the gas prices, that's our reserves being sold. Well, that's and then supposed he, to be for a crisis. And he gave our reserves you know, to, to China. Yeah. Oh, China yeah. Too. <laughs> oh, there you, yeah. does that make any sense? Of no. course not. That's why we say, you know what? These people are not stupid. This is intentional. Absolutely. There is no other conclusion you can come to. Well, you are so impressive and you are 100% right. And I'm sorry that you were unable to beat out Gorman, but if you keep at it, I mean, is there a place, you know, are you, so you are going to run again. Oh, I'm hearing I am, this from you that you are going to run again. Is that right? I am definitely going to run again. I, I don't see any other recourse. I don't feel I have a choice. There's so much work to be done. And California, if we cannot change California around, I'm sorry, if you're living in another state and you think you're safe, you are not. That's right. One state at a time. And California is always, you know, seems to be the leader of the pack. Exactly. And Monterey County is one of the forefronts of being in the leader of the pack of California. Wow. So, yes. So there's a lot of stuff happening here. And if we can't turn this around. So I would also like to encourage everybody else that when you want to give money to a party because they, you think that, you know, this is the good thing to do, this is the right thing to do. I say, no, please adopt a candidate. Look at each candidate hard. Ask the hard questions. And I would love one of the first questions to be, what church do you go to? Oh, okay. What are your views on abortion? Mm -hmm. So, Adopt a candidate out there, United States of America, <laughs> just because you don't live in California, help us. Adopt a candidate and give them money or give them contacts to help them get, get known. We have to have name recognition here. I, my team is helping Peter Hernandez run for Congress in District 18. Mm -hmm. Even though you don't live in District 18, it doesn't matter if they're a good conservative. And I, when we say conservative, all we're saying is that we want the constitution to be followed. That's right. And if a law which is made does not go in sync with the constitution, that law is invalid. That's all that means. So I prefer the term constitutionalist over a conservatist, conservative. That's all. Peter is one of those. He's a constitutionalist, and he also is a strong Christian 
God-fearing man. You can't go wrong. So reach out and help Peter Hernandez. Yep, we've had him on the show. He he was quite impressive. Really, really, it's encouraging out there in California. I'd like to get more of you guys on here Mm. and see and give everybody else hope, you know, because California just has such a bad rap. Used to be the, the sunshine state, the place to go to. You know, California surfing and the beach, and we and thought we'd be so jealous of people in California. Now it sure has changed a lot. Now we're like, oh, California. <laughs> oh, gross, California. I people are people and small businesses are fleeing California. And let me just read this out of a news a magazine I have here. California currently has an F rating, meaning that the rate of violent crime is higher than the average U.S. state, California, in the 21st percentile for safety, meaning 79% of states are safer and 21% of states are more, only 21% of states are more dangerous than California. That is ridiculous. Very, very ridiculous. There's so much crime and stuff going on. Then you have Soros-backed DAs. You know, Bodine was you know, successful in being recalled. And then, you know, Gascon, I'm sorry, but they had more signatures than what they needed. Mm -hmm. And then coincidentally, 30% were removed because they weren't valid. Just enough to where the recall failed. I'm not buying it. Not either. Not either. I'm not either. I don't buy it anymore. I think that things are smelling so stinky that we know that there is a high, high corruption here that is just so entrenched. And that's what we're fighting. And we refuse to give up the fight. We cannot. Because I hear that. And if it was just California and it was just a run of bad politicians, bad legislation, you know, we could say, hey, you know what? We're going to pick up and move over to Arizona or Texas this summer. No, 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 no. We now understand we can't move. The United States of America, it is the last country to be free. That's right. There's, There's no one that's going to help. Uh-uh, no one's going to help us. No. <laughs> we always help everybody else. Exactly. There's nowhere to move, people. You have to we have to stand strong here in California and we have to fight and the rest of the United States who are not in this predicament we're asking you to look over our way and help us because it's coming over there it's coming to you if we you don't Absolutely help us is. fix California well my suggestion and I've been saying it almost on every show is on in November please go in person and vote Do not send in your absentee ballots because they are using them to either throw them away or to alter them. So please go in person like the old days in November where no matter what they throw at us, we must go in and vote in person. And look at Carrie Lake in Arizona. I just love her. She's phenomenal. And she speaks for me. She speaks what she says, I, I'm with her 100%. She's right on. And I love how she talks about how they're watching all the ballot boxes. Oh, I love <laughs> so, it. So I don't know what you're able to do in your district and what's going on in California. But if you guys could get a movement of some sort to do the same thing. 
You know, that would be fantastic. Oh, we are. That is, we've got so many pokers in the fire. I would love, I could probably stay on for hours, but (laughs) (laughs) seriously. So I was a poll watcher. I mean, I've done multiple things, always, you know, over 20 years grassroots. But uh, last year I was a poll watcher and within EIPCA, Election Integrity Project, California. Uh And we saw firsthand what was going on. And we wrote down every single anomaly, every th- single error, uh-huh. and because we were trained, nothing. So these lawsuits, yes, we understand legal lawsuits. Okay, they're going to happen. They're happening. Great. They take years. Meanwhile, we're sitting here. So go get hired to be inside that poll room at your local registrar of voters, mm-hmm. ROV, and go get hired and help stand right beside that Dominion machine, right beside that uh, tally machine that uh, tallies all the ballots and look and see and listen. That's the way we're asking. That's what we're asking people to do at this point. But even more than that, we have people working on FOIA requests at our local Monterey election board. Uh-huh. Uh, so that they have to give over information on, they tell us, because I I took a tour also of the election office there. Uh They had it, it was public. And they told us point blank, our machines are not on the internet. That is not possible. That's physically not possible because these machines have to be updated constantly. Wow. So that's not possible. So a FOIA request to show us how the machines are not on the internet. And uh, we would like to know how they're being updated. And we also have information that Homeland Department and the FBI are involved directly in our election processes. There's absolutely no reason why. And, and they told us, you know, they, yes, they help us. Uh, Homeland Department helps us, Department of Homeland, they help us, and the FBI, you know, and we're saying, wait a minute, this, that's a federal, those are federal agencies. They have no business helping each state with the election process. Now, we already know that Biden is trying to pass legislation. That's right. Federalize, and that got thrown down, and that's having a hard time passing. Well, guess what? It's already happening. That was just the official check mark. It's already happening. We have federal agencies inside and helping our election processes. That's absolutely unconstitutional. Absolutely is not supposed to be happening and nobody knows about it. You're right. That's good information. So I know too that George Soros owns a lot of those voting machines in what, 33 states? Oh my goodness. And he also owns the the computer programmers and everything. He owns so much that people are unaware. <laughs> yeah, it makes sense. Makes perfect sense. You know, the cheating that goes on, all the, yeah. how many stories have we heard? People push Republican and it automatically flips to a Democrat vote. Yes. You know, and it's just, yes. it's hard to record, but I still have faith in going and voting in person and we have to. We have to vote in person and we have to ask for our ballot and make sure they don't try to give you a provisional ballot just get a regular ballot so because a provisional ballot those are delayed and so it 
they don't count them till last. That's good information too. So that's good. That's that. good to know. <laughs> yeah. So that's that's what we're, that's another thing that we're working on is uh, as a candidate, I have um, voter rolls, and I personally saw that there were ballots going to places that didn't make sense, like uh, to an RV campsite. You know, a temporary RV campsite. Sixty-eight ballots going there. It's like what? Why? That's how's that possible? Who? 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 And then a church. A church. Eight hundred ballots going to a church. It's like, wow. excuse me. So yeah, we we're gonna follow up in this on this. We call them ghost ballots. Uh, we have a declaration, and we're gonna go follow up and just it's we're gonna have our own little canvassing team and we we let the uh monterey election office know and they said great go please because you know our voter rolls are clean haha <laughs> okay so and she promised that you know when we turn this information in she's going to give it right directly to the secretary of state and so i asked her i said well then what happens well that's up to the secretary of state and i'm like oh my goodness this is not going to get anywhere nope because our Secretary of State hasn't cleaned our voter rolls for decades. I mean, as, as soon as they change that one word to the voter roll has to be cleaned up every single year to the voter roll may be cleaned up every single year, they haven't done it. They just quit cleaning it. Wasn't Becerra the Secretary of State? Oh, yes. Of uh -huh. California? Because I, I took note of all the people key role players in our government right now mm -hmm. that are from California. Mm -hmm. <laughs> That's why mm -hmm. it's very disturbing how our country is turning into California. <laughs> exactly. That's why I keep saying you, you guys got to come over here and help us. I know California, I've been told California was the very first state to try the election fraud nonsense. And They've perfected it. They've just got a perfect system going. And that's not to say, don't go vote. Don't you dare do that. We have fought and died as a people to have that privilege to that, go right. vote, that right to go vote. So you go vote. We are doing everything we can in the background to make sure that every single vote is valid and counted. That's good. Because talk on the street. Mm-hmm. Gavin Newsom, when he was recalled, that the, a lot of the votes came from illegals from the DMV. There was a leaker. And that talk on the street was yeah. that, you know, that's how he beat his recall. People uh, seem to bury that, you know, with all of the distractions that are going on with the Democrat Party right now. Uh, and, so. and that's the other thing I wanted to bring up. And that's why I don't hammer down on just... I don't group it together and say the Democrat Party, you know, because I, my husband uh, back in the day, um, he was thinking about registering as a Democrat. He ended up re registering as an independent. But the thing is, when you're young and uh, you're just starting off, you want to register as a Democrat because on paper, they look so friendly and so nice and so right. good. And all their programs are so, so loving and light full of light and all this stuff. But once you start digging into it, you really find out how nefarious. I mean, they, the Democrat Party, way back in the founding father's time, they were the ones that fought and wanted segregation. That's right. And when they couldn't have their way, they started the KKK. That's right. And so 
they have turned and twisted and warped our words and changed our words so that the Democrats, so when people, our kids, our universities, when by the time they graduate, they really think that they're Democrats until you start paying your taxes, trying to open a small business yourself, and you really find out that these rules and regulations are just this leash around your neck and you can't breathe fully. And you start to figure out, it's like, you know what? This isn't the party that I thought it was. And people jump over either to be an independent or to be a Republican. So I like to say the extreme left Democrats, because I understand there's a lot of people out there who have not yet woken up or done their due diligence and done their own research instead of just listening to what they're saying on the mainstream media and mainstream social media. And then when they find out what's really going on, they jump out of the Democrat Party. That is not America. That is not, they're not constitutional. They're, all they want is Bigger government, bigger government, and more regulations. They're putting a stranglehold on small businesses and the middle class. They would love to see the middle class and small businesses completely disappear. We're just a bunch of corporations, and we're all run by big, big, fat brother, our federal government. That's not the way people see the Democrat Party. But once you do, you jump right out of it. I mean, you got the walkaways. How many... Thousands walked away and formed their own group, the walkaway Democrats. Yeah, you know, it's, it's, I'd love for you to take the information and data that you have and present that to Leon Panetta and ask him, you know, convert him to, to jump ship. He should. <laughs> he really should. And nobody should be a Democrat. And in if today's you world. are in today's world, but if you are, you got to wonder. Are you, do you, you intentionally are on board with globalizing America? Because that's the only, the only conclusion you can come to. Well, I came to the conclusion myself that many Democrats are the JFK. They still have that old school mentality of the JFK Democrat that no longer exists. That the Democrat Party has been hijacked decades ago. Yes. And today, in my opinion, it's either, you're voting for either freedom or communism. That's just what it is. Yes. You know, there's no more Democrat or Republican. It's just either freedom or communism. You know, I mean, I stand for the Second Amendment, and that's why I'm doing this show. Because, you know, if I can convert one Democrat, which I have several times, <laughs> so thank you, God, if I'm able to do that, then I'm, I'm grateful and I'm so happy to be doing this show. Oh, God bless you, because that's exactly, that's our intent with uh, giving out information, mm-hmm. going to the school board meetings. And I, I know I've gone back to the school board meetings again, but I, I have to tell you, the the first few months we were talking to the school boards, uh-huh. but the last six months that I went, even though I was facing the school board members, my speech was geared directly to the parents. I spoke to the parents, and I would even say that. I'm speaking to the parents because our school boards, you school board members, you are no longer listening to us and you don't care to listen to the parents. So even though I'm facing the school board, parents behind me, I'm talking to you. And then I would continue my speech. And I always end it with, 
and pull your kids out and homeschool them. Homeschool co-op. There's somebody in your neighborhood. There's an at-home mom homeschooling her kids. Find out who it is. Homeschool co-op with her and get a couple of moms together so you don't have to. I know this is a two-income state. Trust me. So do that. And we have we have information on how to do that. We we help people homeschool. That's great. Where can people go to find that out? Because on a, a few months ago on one of my shows, I talked about that. If parents can get together in their communities and have like a homeschool, you know, just bring the kids there. You know, and just maybe one could go to each house for maybe for a week and just learn from the parents. You know, the homeschooling, then, you know, the problem solved in that department. You know, they get their socialization. They get to go to a different house, different environment. You know, I've talked about that. So where can our listeners go to get that information from you? Okay, I please email me. That is the best way for me to communicate because I have to send links, people's name, and their contact information. Okay. And, and it also depends on where you are, too. There's different organizations everywhere. So outside of California, inside California, and exactly where. So please email me at freedom at dalilaforcongress.com. And I'll spell my first name, D-A-L-I-L-A. So it's freedom at dalilaforcongress.com. Now, is it the number four or is it F-O-U-R? It's just F-O-R. Okay. So if they can't help in California, maybe they can get some ideas from you on how to do that in their own communities. Yes. And my own daughter homeschools and she's part of a co-op. So we have a lot of resources, a lot of firsthand information on how to do this. It's not that hard. It's a lot easier than you think. That's fabulous. God, you're giving me so much hope. That's so great. Because <laughs> we need it for California because it's just now the dumping grounds. And what I hear and from what I see in California, the homeless people are white Americans, the vast majority. Yeah. You know, it's it's like you're talking about how they're strangling small businesses and the middle class. Oh, yeah. They end up on the streets. Oh, yeah. You yes. know, I'm hearing there's women and children oh, in those can- in those. Those homeless camps. And and that is the most dangerous place for them to be because we know that there's a lot of, um, there's a lot of pedophilia going on, uh, human trafficking going on. You, you cannot be homeless as a, as a woman or a child right now. You just cannot. Um, and we also understand that as soon as they started closing, uh, mental, mentally ill, health facilities, uh-huh. that was where the homelessness started to really ramp up. We have to get those hospitals back up and running, open them and back up and running to help these people because you really want to help people. You would really want to help the homeless. Well, mm-hmm. they're the majority of them are mentally ill and it could be directly due because of a drug addiction. A drug they addiction. lost everything. How depressing they lost is that? everything. You know, the people who lost everything, there are just so many programs out there, but we're really starting to see that a lo- the majority are people who are drug addicts and either that drug addiction led them to a mental breakdown or they're mentally ill for whatever reason. Oh, you mean just like on the East Coast where they said there was no uh, 
what crack pipes in their packets for the for the homeless, you know, and don't they false? You know, yeah, and I believe in Gavin Newsom's San Francisco or Nancy Pelosi's San Francisco. They have oh, yeah. what the clinics there to go and shoot up and stuff, and it's like, and I, and I do, and I brought it up on a show before. I I don't know if it's changed. I haven't done any research recently, but they had eight or nine people wearing the reflector vests, going up and down the streets of San Francisco, picking up needles when they were banning straws, plastic straws. They were paying them $175,000 a year each to walk around up and down the streets picking up needles. And we're talking plastic needles. That's so disgusting. I don't even know where to start with that. I mean, (laughs) we're banning straws and they're, yeah, that's, doesn't San Francisco, you want to know what the whole of America will look like if California is not stopped and helped? Go to San Francisco. That's all. Yeah, it's it's disgusting. And it's ap- unfortunately happening in a lot of big cities, just like San Francisco. Yeah. And I've also talked about Obama in 2015. Mm-hmm. He put UN police in all of these big cities back in 2015 to learn the topography, learn our way of life, to get ready for this global takeover. And you heard me mention the WEF quite a few times now, Mm -hmm. World Economic Forum. They are directly connected with NATO, and they are directly connected with the United Nations, and they are also directly connected with the World Health Organization, or the WHO, the WHO. They are working side by side. Yeah, well, the UN is supposed to be the global government. Mm-hmm. And if you don't stand with them like we don't, <laughs> they're going to take us out. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. That's I'm, their plan. You heard, uh, and I, I'm just going to link right in here, Bill Gates. You heard their optimal Earth population would be 500 million. It was. Yeah, I know they want to depopulate by 90%. That's crazy. 500 million, and we're up to... Five billion at this time. Yeah, it's pretty. It's pretty alarming. Yeah. You know, my sister-in-law. She's a beautiful soul. She's a Republican, though. She thinks you know. She's heard Bill Gates talk and some, on the forum, and he's talking about how he wants to help the less fortunate, help to feed the hunger, and all these things like that. And I've heard those things too. And he does sound impressive. However, there's the dark side of what he's really up to. Exactly. What he's really up to is is something else. Very disturbing. Oh, it's um, back when the vaccinations first really started getting pumped out, there were YouTube video clips of Bill Gates showing, giving a presentation to the military of how you can uh, have these shots, these vaccinations he didn't call them vaccinations at the time. They were just these shots to decrease the testosterone in men so that they wouldn't have such a fight in them. And he, he was saying, you know, you could do this with your enemies. If you were to put this to your enemy, give this to your enemies, you wouldn't have, nobody would want to fight. They'd be very docile. They would, it's the perfect little thing here. These YouTube videos are out there. I wish I knew the name of them right now, but uh, I'm sure you can find them. And uh, that was back 
in the 80s. Oh, yeah. So the, the along those lines, this is what's happening. And then to be told that, you know, the optimal uh, population is 500 million. And just one other piece of information that meat shouldn't be eaten nearly as much as we eat. And this, these are from Bill Gates. That's right. And that he is directly involved in the fake meat production. Yeah. That scares me because he already doesn't like that we're way overpopulated. We shouldn't be eating meat. I mean, who is he to say anything about anything just because he has a lot of money? I wonder if the Bill Gates that started his enterprise in his garage and saw who he is today... I think he would be disgusted with that man. Well, I think his wife talk on the street. I just, I, you know, I hear so many different things and I don't have the facts because I'm not there. But one of the things she left him for is for her, his connection with Epstein. Oh, that's a whole nother can of worms. And unfortunately with all that's going on in the world today, you have given us some hope for California. And I can't thank you enough for for coming and sharing your views. You've been a great guest and I can't thank you enough and I hope you come back soon. Oh, I would be delighted to come back. Thank you so much and I'm 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 sure I will. Right now we're just gung-ho 100% helping Peter Hernandez and the school candidates, uh-huh. but after the midterms, oh my goodness. Okay, can you tell everybody one more time how to reach out and reach you? Please, yes. Reach out to me, homeschool moms or homeschool moms to be. <laughs> Please uh, email me at freedom at dalila for congress.com. And it's all spelled out D A L I L A F O R congress.com. Freedom at dalila for congress.com. And I will be happy to connect you with resources, all information. Um, Fabulous. Thank you so much for having me. I so appreciate being able to get this information out, talking with you about it. Fabulous. And please, if you want to learn more about this globalization process, because I cite all my facts, check out my podcast, America Needs You. Beautiful. And I will do that. And I encourage you to do as well. Thank you so much for tuning in. Remember, I'm our voice, the people's voice, we the people. God bless you. God bless America. You're listening to Talk on the Street with Laura Marie.